from his studios in New York. It's time for Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, where sports meets life. Here's your host, Dan Tortora. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. Proud to be here with you every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, and you're also watching on Facebook Live on Facebook.com backslash Live Now DT. So we appreciate you being here. Thank you so much for being a part of the show at this point in today's broadcast in the segment Significant Sound Bites. It means a lot to me to have coverage of all the schools in our area. OCC has always been near and dear to my heart. And with that being said, I have the opportunity to bring Eric Cerrone back onto the broadcast for OCC Lasers Men's Basketball as we step in here to 2020. Eric, how are we doing today? We're good. What's going on, Dan? Not too much. And, and Coach, I mean, you obviously had spent your time at the high school ranks, and now you've had some time under your belt at, at OCC hindsight 2020 we're in the year 2020 so uh, tell me about you know how things have kind of gone for you and maybe how you've gauged making that move now that you've been there for a little bit well you know hindsight's always 2020 but also there's there's no looking back so you know once you once you make a decision to make a move you got to make the best of it and uh you know that's what that's what we've done and i've really this will be my fourth year now um at this level, and I've been, it's been a new challenge. It's been something different, and um, there's definitely been some adjust, adjustments uh, that had to be made. Just in just a lot for me in the schedule, uh, and I, I, I think we adjust, adjusted pretty successfully, and it's uh, it's been something I've enjoyed. And when you when you look at like you said uh, some of those adjustments that had to be made, what are some that, that come to mind that you had to make in in switching from high school to the JUCO level? The length of season, and really just now, this time of year, you know, the Christmas break, just managing that Christmas break. We, you know, at the high school level, you're playing. You give them a couple of days off, you know, Christmas and the day before or after, and there's usually a Christmas tournament, and uh, things are just, you know, flowing. It's just all part of the season. And you have less, obviously, less time off from school. The kids have less time off from school, so it, you know, it's all part of it. Where at this level, with the large break between semesters, uh, the region schedule has a large break because of it. Uh, actually, in the last couple of years, I've given the guys more time off than I did the first couple of years because uh, I kind of followed our high school model a little bit more, and I think that's been a positive. The season's so so much longer. We start this level. We start almost six full weeks before high school start practice, and the season goes just as long. Probably ten more games. I think that break in in between over over the winter around the holidays is is a positive the kids can kind of get refreshed and everybody gets away from each other and almost treated as two separate seasons first semester and second semester and when you go through that first semester uh, this season in your fourth season what what have you taken away up to this point to go through that first semester here in year number four at OCC we were very 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 new a ton of freshmen uh, and not a lot of experience, and I'm really happy with the way we played, but more importantly, probably the way we the way we grew and some uh, you know the improvements we made over the first semester. Um, and now we just got to try to continue that through the second semester as we get into league play and 
you know, basketball's a, a playoff sport, and the regular season's great, and it's unbelievable to have a great regular season record, but, you know, everybody's judged on, on what you do there in the playoff time, and it's a, you know, it's a one-and-done situation. So I think not just us, but every team's trying to build to be at their peak from those games that, you know, the, those elimination games. So I think we've done a pretty good job of it, but we'd like to do a better job of it where, you know, we're, we're at our physical you know, and mental peak uh, at the end of the season, and you know, that's kind of what our goal is right now. Speaking here with Eric Cerrone, the head coach of the OCC Lasers men's basketball team here on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora inside of the Charney's Menswear and Tuxedo Studios. You, you've had some some record-setting moments this season already. Uh, ben Rush, the fourth, was able to do something pretty special back on back in the end of November, uh, November 25th, or back on, uh, pardon me, November 20th, and 23 rebounds in one game. Just what you could say about Ben Rush, the fourth, what he's meant to the team, and and his record night of, of having more than 20 rebounds in one game. 20, any, you know, any even more than a dozen rebounds is, is pretty special. Um, but to get that many rebounds uh, is uh, great. You know, school record. Uh, unfortunately, Ben won't be with us this semester uh, due to some academic issues uh, yeah. that he didn't take care of. So uh, he's not going to get a chance to break his own record, unfortunately. But uh, it was a great night. Um, and... For for at any time you're getting that many rebounds on the one side of our zone, I think it it showed how well the whole team was defending uh, to just put put us in that position. So, um, but it was yeah, a school record, pretty cool. And how do you adjust to that? Who's maybe stepping up for you in the absence of Ben? Who can you maybe look to to fill that void? Does it have to be multiple? Is is there someone that you've been able to lean on? How do you kind of move forward from there? I think it's got to be multiple guys. Um, and we'll adjust the way we play a little bit. But Jason Davis, who was coming off the bench um, in that same position, uh, got better and better and better as the semester went on. Uh, and played really well at the end of the semester, so we'll slide him into that starting into that starting spot, uh, and you know we hope to not miss a beat. And I think Jason will do a great job. We also, you know, it's, it's disappointing when you lose someone to the academic issue, but we gain somebody back from an academic issue. So I'm just as just as happy about that, or more happy about that, than I am disappointed to lose somebody. So Bryson Scott. Uh, did not play the first semester, had to get some things. He's never played for us. He's new. He's a freshman, but he had been in school before, so he had to get some things straightened out academically, and Bryson got 15 credits at a at a 3-4. So that was a tremendous job by Bryson. So Bryson's not quite the same position. He's more of a, a small forward, but I think when you add him into the mix, you know, with Jason's improved play, uh, I, I, I'm real excited about what our, you know, what, what our front line, I guess, you know, the three, four, five, where we stand at that position. So, um, you know, sometimes you got to make those adjustments between semesters, and I think we're, we'll make an adjustment, uh, you know, for the positive. 
That coming here from Eric Cerrone, OCC Lasers men's basketball head coach. Another record setter uh, this season that happened uh, very recently. 11 blocks in a game for Sunday Joshua. Just what you could say about what he's been for you defensively overall. Uh, you, you got a victory here recently with the help of that. And, and just what your takeaways have been from Sunday Joshua, especially in a game like that. You know, I know you said that double-digit rebounds you know would be good 23 is fantastic I would imagine the same thing about 11 blocks where if I see a game with four maybe five then you know that's pretty incredible but 11 in one game for Sunday just what you could say about him Sunday's been he's been awesome he's he's a um you know he's a foreign born player and he's very new to the game and he with his lack of experience he just gets better he doesn't get better every day. It seems like he gets better every, you know, every segment of practice. Just gets better and better and better. And he, great listener, great kid, great student. You know, he's he's the whole package with that kind of stuff. And because of it, you know, his improvement's been, you know, been on a, been a, on a high arc. So we're real excited for him. He's, I want to say, he's third or fourth in the nation in blocks. Uh, he was leading at a point. I know he leads our region region in block shots. Um, you know, 11 in the games, tremendous. Um, and he's had, you know, he's had some six, seven, eight, too. So it wasn't like a one-time thing. Maybe more importantly for us, it's not just the block shots. It's the just the overall presence in the middle. Uh, he he changes more shots than he blocks or uh, gets guys to miss, you know, shots that I think they would normally make against other teams just because they have to rush him or things are a little quicker with, with, with him in the middle. And uh, also in generally play zone when he's in uh, his just activity in the middle of the zone uh, he gets to the high post he gets to the corner you know he covers up people on the wing uh, sometimes you see teams in a zone where their centers just you know stays at the basket it's ultimately his job to protect the basket but he covers up so much for us that the other four guys around the perimeter spots of it can be much more aggressive when they know he's back there. So he's been tremendous, been, been great to coach, and it's really cool he got that record. Um, you know, and I think it'll be a record that stands for a long time unless unless he breaks it himself. And in your time that you've been there, Eric, you know, you, you this is season number four at OCC. Just what you could say about, you know, where the team stands right now as opposed to maybe some of the other teams you've seen. You're currently 11-3 and at the time of our conversation. Just what the takeaways have been. Are they similar to, to anything that you've had there before? Is it better? I mean, how, how do you look at this year's team as you continue to grow yourself and grow this program? Where would this team stack up at this point? Well, I don't think that's a question you can answer till the end of the year. There's so much more to be played, but I'm very pleased with where – uh, where we are at the semester break, we had, I thought we had a tough schedule first semester, and I thought we, you know, had very little experience with so many freshmen. Um, you know, Tay Elijah in my first couple of years was an older guy. You know, had a lot of experience. He was he was technically a freshman, but he'd been around basketball so long and had so much experience. His just leadership was was great. And we had a couple older other older guys in the mix, James Jones. Um, and our freshmen were really mature. So this team's been more, uh, I don't want to use the word immature because I don't think would be a great description, but you know, just a younger team. So I thought we had more more growing to do than maybe the, the, those first couple of years. You know, we had Isaiah uh, Brinkley last year, um, 
who was in this, you know, in his third year of school was kind of a grizzled veteran. So, you know, we really don't have that now. Um, and I think the freshmen have taken, taken great strides um, in improving. And I think we can get a lot, lot better this semester. And I think with that, the sky's the limit. So uh, more different team. Uh, we rebound and defend better, I think, than the first three years, but we maybe don't score as easily. Um, but there's a, there's a lot of different ways to, a lot of different ways to win basketball games. So, uh, you know, we're different. I wouldn't say we're better. I wouldn't say we're worse. I think we're just a little bit, we're different. And, uh, the guys, the guys have, have really worked at trying to do the things we need to do to be successful. So I'm happy with them. And for you, before I let you go, speaking here with Eric Cerrone of the OCC Lasers men's basketball team. You got to play Brian and Stratton of Syracuse. It's a second-year program under Danny Frasina. Just what you can take away from that, you got the victory in the game that was played over at Bishop Grimes where their home games are. What has been the takeaway? How how familiar are you with Danny Frasina? Just what you could say about that experience because I know he's really trying to build something there and Clay Sherman starting the women's basketball program who's played OCC as well. What can you say about Brian and Stratton's Syracuse team that they've now had for this being the second season for men's basketball? Well, I, I've known Danny since he was a high school student at Henniger when I was I was just his ed teacher. So um, I've known Dan for a long time. He's doing a great job over there um, building you know their program from scratch. Uh, it was really interesting this year playing them because you know Quante Elijah Tay's playing for them. Um, so. I've never coached against them. I've only coached them, you know, at Hanniger and at OCC. So that was that was actually a pretty cool experience, um, you know, playing against playing against one of your for, former guys. Uh, for us, playing Brian and Stratton, it's, it's kind of all gravy. You know, they're a four-year school. They got older, you know, older players. They got more experience, and and for us, it doesn't count in the region. Uh, so any of the like we play SUNY ESF tonight. And it doesn't count. I mean, it counts on our record, and it's obviously a game you're doing everything you can to win. But it doesn't count against our region record. And our ultimate goal is to to win the region, you know, and advance into the national championships. So it's it's a it's a win win situation for us. It's an experience game, uh, and it's, it's it's a game that you know gives us experience to help us in the region. But a loss really doesn't you know doesn't hurt us, and obviously a win feels great. And coach, for you, because you're in the situation where yeah you have two years, you know, at high school you're you're building these guys up. You have plenty of time with them, and you know, obviously at the at the D two D three level, you're going to have a lot of time. D one, it depends on the school. Sometimes you get a year, sometimes you get a few. But how has it been for you at in the JUCO ranks to know that you really have a, a, a small amount of time, a time that's cut in half from the typical to build a team? Because you've had success, you've shown how quickly you can turn something around. What have you learned about that and, and the ability to be able to find success with a team, but to consistently also be rebuilding in a way? Yeah, it's you're always you're you're constantly rebuilding and making adjustments. Like I said, semester to semester, not even year to year. Um, semester to semester, you have changes, uh, and then year to year, I and mean, we're a completely new team this year. Even between the first year and second year, we had a ton of guys back. Uh, we were very, we were different. Uh, we were different. So it's it's it is more of a state of adjustment, and it doesn't feel as much like building a program. I mean, we do have, we have a program. We we are consistent in a lot the way we approach a lot of things, but just from a player personnel standpoint. 
it's, it's really fluid and you got to kind of be on your toes and be on your feet and adjust things as you go. Um, I would love to have some of these guys that we've had for four years because I think sometimes you get that second, the second semester there of their second year with you and things are starting to click and starting to gel and, and you know, you, you better make the most of it because they're going to be gone, you know, moving on to another school. So um, that, that's been, a, that's been another one of the adjustments, you know, coming from Henniger to OCC, but you know, every level of basketball, Every level of sports got its unique challenges, and that's one of them at the junior college level, definitely. And a final piece, just what you're grateful for as you step into the new year in 2020, not just on the basketball court, but in general, just what, what you, how you left 2019 and how you start 2020. I'm just grateful for my family and all my friends that support me in doing this. Uh, this is kind of something people don't know, but as even before the OCC thing, was coming and uh, my kids are getting older and having their own games and to talk to them a little bit about you know maybe getting out of coaching for a while and being around more with their games and and that was kind of something in my head and was my family was my kids who said to me what are you talking about You're like no who's gonna coach the team like who, who's, who's, gonna, who's no you need to do that dad so um that that kind of sticks in my head so i'm just grateful for all the support my wife my whole family, my kids and mom and dad and everybody give me to uh, do this, which just seems like craziness sometimes. That coming from Eric Cerrone and and having the opportunity. And it's good to know that you have the support of your family and your friends. And and obviously you have our support here uh, with the show and with everything. So I look forward to seeing you soon. I look forward to this semester and Eric, as always, thank you for what you're doing at OCC and, and for what you're doing for our community. All right. Thanks for having me on. All right. Take care. Yep. Bye.